If you're anything like me, then you know what it feels like to have a visceral response to money. Specifically, scarcity around money. That moment you feel your heart start pounding and your cheeks go white when the cashier has already approached your grocery allowance and she's only three quarters done processing the items. Yep, been there. That moment when you feel a literal sinking in your gut when you were already preserving gas because of the cost only to see that it's gone up 40 cents per liter and you could kick yourself for not having filled up yesterday. Yep, been there too. That moment you feel yourself flood with anger and frustration when the charity campaigners come to the door asking for financial donations when you yourself could use one. No surprise, been there too. I used to feel so disempowered in these situations. I'd feel so angry with myself, self-blaming for being irresponsible or not working hard enough. But I decided I wasn't going to allow money to emotionally extort me any longer. I'd had enough of these bullshit experiences with money. And I'd be willing to bet that if you're listening to this podcast, you're ready to say bye bye to those BS stories about money too. Stick around because in this episode, I'm going to offer you a powerful and easily applicable tool using your human design to help you navigate anxiety triggering experiences with money. And with this tool comes a new addition to the Confidently You freebie library, and you're definitely going to want to download as soon as you listen to this episode so that you can start manifesting more money and abundance with confidence. You are listening to the Confidently You podcast. Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. I invite you to join me, Amber, your host on a journey of coming home to your confident self. I'm so fulfilled with helping you transform your life by exploring your true potential and embodying the highest expression of your unique energy. With this podcast, you will find inspiration to own the magic of your individuality, master your mind and energy, and manifest the life you once thought was impossible. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, rather something you can unlearn. Unlearn the bullshit stories that play on repeat that stop you from living life on your terms and taking action with confidence. So if you love human design, manifestation, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming Confidently You. You podcast. My name is Amber and I am your host on your confidence building journey. And today I want to talk about money, baby. Yeah, I want to talk about money. Um, as promised, I mentioned on the last episode, I want to say it was, that I want to start talking about money more. I am feeling very called to talk about money, and it seems that my listeners are receptive to that, and it's well-received, and it's offering me some encouragement to say fuck you to the taboo of money, because the only way that more people are going to start manifesting more money is if we say bye-bye to the fear that is subconsciously associated with money. And we do that by talking about it more. So I am finding the confidence within myself to being more open about my money traumas, my money experiences, my money situation, you name it. I want to start talking about it more. And I, because I know that when I am being my true confident self, I empower you to be your true confident self. And the only way that we can start, you know, manifesting more money is having the confidence to receive it. Because, you know, it's one thing to... It's one thing to 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 be able to go and work hard for our money and whatnot, but let me and and then to you know feel like a sense of accomplishment that we've worked hard and we've earned it but what about the times when you didn't work hard for money what about those forms of passive income right like how would you feel this says a lot about you and your level of confidence how would you feel 
if I showed up at your house and offered you $1,000, no strings attached, just for being you. I like to ask that in my, in my group coaching because I get a lot of mixed feelings about that. And it's that question that really opens up the conversation about our confidence and our ability to receive money. And being open to receiving money in all of the ways that it comes to you, of course, with the disclaimer that, you know, as long as nobody is hurt in the process, right? I'm talking about heart-led instances and when we manifest money. And it, it hurts me to say that many people, good people, deny money when it comes to them. And they don't realize that when you and, and you don't realize that when you when you deny money when it finds its way to you that you are telling money you're communicating to money that you don't want it that you're not that conduit for it that you're not that channel that shares the money and allows money to grow with you and so let's talk about money more and i want to talk about specifically in this episode i want to talk about finding ways to ground yourself or in other words to cultivate a sense of safety within yourself and to expand your unconscious capacity specifically when it comes to money anxiety ridden money experiences so um you know at the beginning of the episode talking about that instance when you know you're at the grocery line and the the teller or the cashier is only three quarters done processing your items and she's already reached your grocery budget and allowance or um the the feeling that you get inside when you see that gas has gone up 40 cents and you should have filled up or like when the when the campaigners come to the door and they're asking for financial donations and your first reaction is like are you fucking serious like i can't even go buy laundry detergent right now and you want money from me of course, you don't say that to those people, but you know, we have these quite literal, quite literally, we have these visceral responses to money. We get these physiological responses in our body and it manifests as like an increased heart rate, sweating. And I'm not talking about workout sweating. I'm talking about nervous sweats, right? So we get that ugh, gross, icky feeling in our armpits all over our body because we're sweating, because we're, you know, anxious, or we like feel, we're triggered, triggered to feel shame, embarrassment, anger, you know, all of these frustrating emotions that come with these anxiety-ridden experiences with money. So let's talk about grounding ourselves through those experiences, because you can't, you're a human being, right? You can't, you're a human being, you're a soul in a human body, and you are here to learn karmic lessons through that body. You cannot stop yourself from having fearful experiences with money or feeling angry with money, but you can choose how you respond to it. And if you are like me and, you know, manifestation is not new to you, rather you are a seasoned manifester, and I'm not talking about the human design manifester, I'm talking about manifestation, so thought coming into form. So... If you're anything like me, then you're that seasoned manifester and you've already done a fuck ton of mindset work. You've already done, you know, you've already done the breath work. You've already done the EFT. You've already done, you know, all this shit and you, you're you berating yourself for still having these thoughts that are coming up, right? And you're wondering like, what am I doing wrong? Why am I still having these unhealthy thoughts towards money or these un, these non-serving thoughts towards money? Why is this still happening to me? So let's talk about that a little bit. But before we get into it, um, I first uh, want to invite you to check out the new freebie that I have available that you may find helpful to have before diving into this episode. You'll totally have great takeaways even if you don't have this, this freebie, but you may find it more beneficial 
to know um, and your chart as well to have your human design chart handy. You may find it helpful to have this freebie available to you before we start diving into things. So go ahead and check out the link in the show notes um, and click uh, Confidently Freebie Library. And what I am offering to you is so when you click that link, it's going to prompt you to create an account to log into um, Confidently Use Online University, I suppose, if you want to call it that. And Inside this freebie library, you're going to get access to all of my free content that I already have in there and access to a brand new product that I am making available to you. It's a product that is ex- was exclusive to Confident by Design, so my six-month group coaching container program, but I now want to make this available to you so that anybody can use this. And what this is, it is, um, I want to say it's like a 14-page PDF doc, don't quote me on that, but it's a 14-ish page PDF doc and it is giving you the keynotes to all 64 gates in the human design body graph. And with that, it's gonna tell you like what is the gate called, where what is the physiological association with that, what's the shadow, um, the shadow expressions or low frequency expression of that energy, what's the high expression C, uh, high frequency expression or the gift. And what's also called the CD, and the CD is um, spelt S-I-D-D-H-I. CD is like the ultimate enlightenment uh, potential with that gate. In addition to that, and this is what is going to make this Keynotes um, PDF special, is with every single gate, I have given you a very specific tool or technique that is going to help you ground yourself. So, um, and the way that I got that information is, so what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to take a look at your human design chart and you're going to want to look at your conscious earth. And so the conscious earth is, um, so when you're taking a look at your chart and you see the black squares, there's going to be 13 black squares that are on the right side of the chart and they've got like a whole bunch of planetary symbols in it. You are looking for the second one down. That is your conscious earth. It Inside the black square, there's going to be like a circle with a cross in the middle. That's the planetary symbol for earth. And whichever number is in there, that is going to be the number that I want you to look up inside of this PDF document. So you are looking for um, which gate you have in there. So for example, on my chart, it's gate 41, which is the gate of contraction. So it is through this energy, whichever gate shows up in your conscious earth, that is what you have conscious control over to ground yourself. And when I'm talking about grounding yourself, I'm talking about either getting into your body and feeling a sense of safety in how you Um, how you alleviate anxiety or how you process anger or frustration, bitterness, etc. You know, that it is through this energy that you have conscious control over that. And that is so fucking powerful when you have that in your awareness. And we'll talk about that a little bit further. So go ahead and download that PDF document. Take a look at what is in your conscious earth. And now join me on a little journey while I share with you my most recent anxiety-ridden experience with money and how having this information was so beneficial for me to reprogram myself to experience abundance versus scarcity. So I'm about to get super vulnerable here with you. I, um, I recognize that that's something that I want to do more. I want to be a little bit more vulnerable. I feel like I have been in the past, but maybe there was some, um, I felt like I could be vulnerable, but I had to be an expert when I talked about my vulnerability. So I'm going to say fuck that, and I'm just going to share this experience with you. And I don't really care what anybody thinks about it. I'm just going to talk about, you know, this shitty experience that I had with money. So my most shitty incident with money, so a little bit of backstory here. My partner and I, we are kind of in this weird transition phase with with money right now, um, you know, we both, neither of us has a typical job. My partner doesn't have a typical job that he goes to every day. Um, for lack of a better term, he is self-employed and makes up his own schedule and works when he wants to slash can. And um, we're transitioning away from 
Um, me, I quit my part-time job back in October, um, you know, pursuing my business full-time, eventually building up this, you know, sustainable income with my business, but we haven't quite gotten to that point at the time of this recording in which my business is our primary source of income. Like it just has, that has not yet been our reality. So when it comes to our money situation, there's been a lot of this feast or famine going on. And so most recently, a few weeks ago, I went to the grocery store and my partner and I were still kind of like financially recovering from when neither of us could really work for 10 days when we had COVID back at the beginning of February. And so we were still kind of catching up on this. And, um, and so to be completely honest, both of our credit cards were maxed out. My bank account, um, the overdraft was tapped out on it. My partner didn't have any money in his bank account. All we had was cash. And so we had $270 to buy groceries for the next like 10-ish days or whichever the period of time was. So we had this amount of money to get groceries um, for 10 days. And when I go grocery shopping, I uh, go to two different stores. So I go to Costco and then I go to Superstore. I like to go to Costco first because, you know, sometimes Costco doesn't always have the things that I want to buy and then I have to get it at Superstore. So I try to go to Costco first, then Superstore. So went to Costco, bought the groceries, you know, paid for my groceries in cash, moved on to moved on to Superstore to go buy in the rest of the things that um, that we needed. So when I'm at Superstore, you know, I'm putting the things in the cart, you know, only buying the things that are on the list. I've gotten pretty good at that, you know, making a fairly detailed list and sticking to the list when I get to the store. Um, and this is not just because of budget, but this is also because I want to reduce and reduce any food waste. Um, my family has become very conscious about, um, you know, the food that we buy and making sure that, you know, we are getting good use out of all of the food we buy. And so I put that thought um, into my grocery list so that we aren't over consuming as well. So that's why I, I, I brought that point up. So sticking to sticking to the list, um, you know, I've put all the things in the cart and you know I'm, and it's a Saturday. So the grocery store is really busy. Finally I get myself to the checkout line. And, you know, putting the things on the checkout line, cashier's putting them through. And all of a sudden she is three quarters of the way done processing my groceries and I check my wallet and I see that I have $20 less than I thought that I did in cash and I have an immediate like fear moment immediately sink into me and so not only do I have $20 less but she has also reached my grocery budget so all of the cash that I had at that split second um, she had already reached the number on the till that matched what was in my wallet and I still had probably at least 30 more dollars worth of groceries that needed to be processed. So now, now that you have that context, the next probably five minutes that I'm about to explain the story, understand that this happened over a 90 second period of time. So I'm standing in line, looking in my wallet, realizing that I only have, I, I want to say it was $115, so $115. I want to say I had $115 in my wallet if I'm remembering correctly. And I'm seeing that is already the number that is on the till and I still have these other groceries to get through. And then I take a look in the line and I see that there are five people standing behind me in the grocery store and I'm looking at all of the stuff that she's already processed and I'm looking at the things that she has still yet to ring through and I'm like, fuck, I don't have money to pay for my groceries. Am I really gonna be that person? Am I gonna be that person that holds up the grocery line and I have to pick through all of the stuff that she's just rung through and I'm gonna have to hold up this line because I can't pay for my groceries? I had such a visceral response to this, like, I can't, it's, it's so hard to even articulate it, but, so what happened was, I immediately was flooded with so much embarrassment, that I was like, really? I'm gonna have to go and pick through all these gro groceries, and have to decide, like, which groceries that I'm not gonna get, 
and hold up this line and make the cashier like have to go and void all of these items like how embarrassing is that how shameful is that so I had those feelings come to me and the way that I experienced it is my heart started pounding I could literally feel my heart pounding against my rib cage it was so so apparent to me my armpits were starting to sweat like the nervous sweat so it's like the smelly nervous sweats <laughs> the smelly nervous sweats my I felt my face like go flush and I was shaking my hands were shaking and I was like holy fuck I am having but I was very aware in that moment despite the fact that I was experiencing so much fear and anxiety, I was ultra aware that this is what was going on. It felt like, I can't say that I've ever had a panic attack before. I don't, I'm fortunate enough not to suffer from things like, you know, regular anxiety or panic attacks or stuff like that. But to me, that felt like a panic attack for lack of a better, lack of a better term. So it felt like I was having this panic attack and I was freaking out. And remember, this is all going on within like 90 seconds, right? So she's continuing to process my groceries and I'm like, okay, I don't want to have to, I don't want to have to pick through my groceries. I'm going to check my bank accounts and stuff like that just to make sure or to see if there is a way that I can pay for these groceries. So, so I checked our, our MasterCard card balance. Nope, still, still maxed out. Check the Visa card balance. Nope, still maxed out. Um, check to see my, and then I finally check, check my bank account. And holy fuck, the mir- a fucking miracle happened. So I had forgotten that I had received an unexpected $40 from the network marketing company that I still um, am an active consultant for, I guess you would call it. I'm still an active consultant for this uh, network marketing company. I sell hair products. Um, but I consider it now to be passive income because I don't, I don't, I don't actively pursue that business. It's just something that, you know, I still serve my existing clients um, and anybody that approaches me that they want to, you know, buy hair products and stuff like that, then I'm very happy to serve them. But I don't lead with that. I'd prefer to work on building confidence from the inside versus focusing on your external appearance. But anyways, I digress. Um, So anyways, the day before... I had received an unexpected $40 payment from this network marketing company that I'm involved with. And sure enough, it had been deposited in my bank account. And it was like, whoa. I'm actually getting like goosebumps talking about it right now because it was such an affirming moment for me to remind myself, you are always taken care of. You have always been able to pay your bills. You've always been able to put food on your table you are are always taken care of and that was a fucking sign from the universe giving me a kick in the ass that was the universe saying hey look I am taking care of you right now but you need to pay more attention to your money situation and I felt tremendous gratitude in that moment for like Wow. Thank you so much, universe. I hear you. I see you. Thank you for taking care of me in my moment of need because I did not, I did not want to have to go and fucking pick through the groceries and be like, no, can't get this, can't get this, can't get this. Um, so I was so grateful for that extra $40 and I was then able to pay the $115 in cash and be able to pay the rest on my debit card because that payment had gone through. It was such an eye-opening moment for me. And the way that I see it, in the past, I would have overlooked this. You know, before I'd really gotten into manifestation, before I'd really fiercely started rewriting my money story, I would have, I first of all, I would have looked past that $40 and been like, oh, whatever, or I don't know, or really wouldn't have put much thought into it. And I would have focused on, I would have allowed myself to focus too much on those feelings of anxiety, that feeling of like, 
I can't believe you, you know, that self-blame talk coming in. And what I really would have allowed myself to rain on my parade and berate myself for being financially irresponsible or, hey, you should have been checking or keeping a running total in your head while you were putting groceries in the cart, but you didn't, you know. I could have said all of these self-deprecating things. I could have done that. But I, I chose differently. And I chose to take that moment, that that triggering, that that highly emotionally charged, that anxiety-ridden, that triggering experience that I had with money. And when I say triggering, it's because it had a literal visceral response. It literally evoked that visceral response in me. That's why I'm calling it triggering. So I had that choice to either live in the trigger and succumb to the trigger or I have a choice to take that trigger and choose to choose to see that as an opportunity to rewire myself to choose abundance instead and that's what I did and that's what I want to talk about because I'm sure incidents happen like this to most people all the time And I know that I'm not alone in this. I know that these triggering experiences with money are not unique to me. They happen to lots of people, and which is why I want to talk about this further. Because as I said earlier, you know, you can't stop yourself from experiencing these things. You are a human being in this human body, your soul in a human body, having a human experience, but you can choose how you respond to it. And yes, in that moment, in that moment, I succumbed to the anxiety and, you know, I, I had that panicking experience. But the way that I chose to deal with it after was very different from what I've done in the past. And that is what really shifted for me. So first things first, I went home, you know, put the groceries away. And I, and I spent the time, you know, feeling grateful for look at all this food that I was able to bring into my home. Look at all of this abundance of fresh fruit that is available to me on my counter. Look at this. Look at all of this abundance that I have. I'm so grateful. So I first started practicing gratitude for my groceries. And then after putting them away, I opened up to my partner and told him, I asked him like, hey, do you have space for me to talk about um, a triggering experience that I had? He said yes. And I told him everything that I just told you. I described the story to him and said, like, you know, this happened to me and I'm acknowledging the fear. I'm giving voice to the fear because let me tell you, this is kind of an issue that goes on in the manifestation world is that people believe that you have to live all vibe high. And I did an episode on that. Go ahead and check out what the fuck does it even mean to vibe high because this is a pure example of how I keep my vibration high. I don't deny myself or I don't dishonor um, fearful experiences that I have. I acknowledge, I give voice to the fears that I have. You know, you can't, you can't suppress your fears because then all you're going to do is you're going to bury yourself in that negative energy and it's going to stay stuck. You have to be willing to be vulnerable with yourself and have the courage and say, stick your hand up and say, That scared the shit out of me. That gave me a fucking panic attack. That gave me anxiety. You have to have the confidence in knowing that, you know, I'm going to give voice to this because that means that it's going to take its power away from me. So that's what I did. I voiced voiced how I felt to my partner. And so that felt really good to be able to just share with him, like, I had this really shitty experience and I don't want, I don't want that anymore. So I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to give voice to it and I'm going to release it. So that was step one, or I guess step two, because gratitude was step one. And then step, that was step two for me was verbalizing that to him. And then step three was realizing that I want to be motivated towards pleasure I don't ever, I know how the mind works. I know how motivation works. I know how the subconscious works with motivation. And I don't want to be motivated by fear anymore. I want to be motivated by pleasure. And it was in this moment that I realized like this huge shift occurred in me on such a DNA, such a cellular, such an energetic level. This shifted in me. And this would not have happened for me, you know, a year, two years ago. It was when I was talking to my partner, I realized that, you know what, 
I don't want to be that person in the store that can't pay for their groceries. And I also don't want to think about that because when I say that, that means that I'm being motivated away from fear. But instead, I want to be motivated towards pleasure. And what brings me pleasure? Being that person that is standing behind the person that can't pay for their groceries. I want to be the one that helps another person out when they can't pay for their groceries. I want to be able to say, you need help? Absolutely. I got your back, boo. I'm your friend here. I will I will help you out of this situation because I am so abundant and I know that I, I am capable of sharing my abundance with you. And it does not matter where you are coming from in life. It doesn't matter what clothes you have on your body, what color your skin is, you know, how rich I think you look or not. I want to help you. And that was such a shift in me when I, when I chose that that is what my destiny is going to be. I am no longer choosing the destiny of running away from fear. I am no longer choosing the destiny where I'm telling myself I don't want to be the person that can't pee for their groceries. That thought, that thought is dissipating from me. Instead, I am choosing to be that person that shares the abundance and that chooses to help others out when they can't pay for their groceries. That is so much more fulfilling for me. That is so much more empowering for me. And that immediately elevated my confidence and gave me the courage to start processing this fear differently. So that was step three, was finding a way to naturally motivate myself towards pleasure. And then step four was choosing the physical way in which I was going to process this fear. And this is where the the gates PDF is going to be really helpful for you because we all ground ourselves because grounding yourself is one of the ways in which you can process fear. We all ground ourselves in a unique way. And that is something that your human design can show you. So I personally, so I have gate 41 activated in my conscious earth. And gate 41 happens to be the only one of two gates that completes a channel for me. I only have one channel defined in my chart. I only have two two centers defined in my chart, two, uh, two of nine. So I only have one channel. Everything else is all hanging gates. So gate 41 not only is my conscious earth, but one of the two gates that I have defined that makes a channel. So it's a bit of a unique one for me and significant uh, gate for me in my chart. Now, what I've learned with having gate 41 to find to my emotional solar plexus is I literally need to physically move emotional energy because the root center, that's where gate 41 is, it's in the root center and mine connects to the emotional solar plexus and the root center is all about physically moving the body into action. And so when I have it, Um, connected to my emotional solar plexus, that means that I literally need to move through emotional energy. And having that in my awareness is so powerful because yes, I have all of these amazing tools that I personally personally use and share inside of my coaching containers and and, uh, one-on-one coaching sessions, but it's nice to know which of those tools is going to be most effective for you and how you ground yourself and how you overcome these anxiety-ridden situations. And that's not to say that, you know, EFT doesn't work for me or that breath work doesn't work for me or yoga or whatever, you know, right? There's all of these other tools that are out there and yes, I love them. But for me, my number one tool that always works for me in particular when it comes to like those heavy anxiety ridden situations is therapeutic tremoring or in other words known as raging like rage dancing or shaking that is my number one tool because I really get my hips moving and that's where that root center is, right? It's like really down at the end of your tailbone. So I really get my hips moving and I push myself to move emotional energy through my body. And sometimes this induces tears. And in fact, I did cry when I rage danced after this um, anxiety-ridden situation. I started crying. And that's how I know that I was truly releasing this negative energy from myself. I was letting it go. I was choosing to program myself to experience something different. 
And so I let out that negative energy and I shit you not, I felt like I'd lost weight or something. I felt like this, I felt like this weight had been taken off of my chest, similar to my forgiveness ritual. If you've listened to that aspect of my story about forgiveness and how it felt like years of weight had been lifted off of my chest, that's what it felt like when I did this rage dancing. And my mindset and my energy and my attitude towards money from that one moment has completely changed despite the fact that you know for the past year or two when I've really been diving into my money situation despite all of that I had not had an experience quite like I did as I did a few weeks ago knowing that like okay I am so grateful that this really shitty thing happened to me because that gave me an opportunity to rewire something that I didn't know that I needed to rewire. I thought that, you know, and that's the other thing is I was berating myself thinking like, really, Amber, you're still having these anxiety experiences with money? Like that was probably one of my first um, shots to myself. You know, it's like, really, you've been doing all this money work and you're still feeling this way? But I had to remind myself like, no, I'm a human. And it's okay for me to have these experiences and it's all about the way that I respond to them. And so when I did this rage dancing, I felt something shift in me. And, you know, in in compilation with the, having the talk with my partner, having the realization and the reframing that, you know, I know what I want to be motivated towards pleasure now. All of this whole experience created such a polarity for me about what I really do want and it gave me so much clarity because polarity gives you clarity and I I now in hindsight I now know I had to go through that experience I had to have that shitty experience with money to really give me that kick in the ass and show me like this is what you're still manifesting in your reality you need to take this and you need to take this experience and you need to shift something in yourself. You need to reprogram yourself on a cellular level to focus on abundance more. Because what you've been doing so far hasn't hasn't sunk in on a subconscious level. I've been doing all of this conscious work and if you and you know maybe I'll do another episode about that, but you know consciously you know, I've been putting a lot of energy towards manifestation. I've been devoting so much of my conscious energy, which is only, which only dictates 5% of my reality, yet it uses so many calories compared to the subconscious. And it was only for effective for so long. I did not realize that I was doing so much of my manifesting from my conscious mind, but my subconscious, which dictates 95% of your reality, my subconscious is still experiencing these triggers right? I need to do something about that. I need to program my subconscious to respond differently. And that's how I manage my nervous system, regulate my nervous system, you know, going back to vibing high, you know, finding ways to deprogram this out of my system and replace this programming with that of gratitude and abundance. So that's what I did. I started rage dancing. I rage danced the fuck out of this. I got a sweat working up. I rage danced for 10 minutes And I feel like I did so much deconditioning work in that time. And it completely shifted my relationship with money, all from this one experience. And so that that is really what has inspired this episode, you know, coming from that really shitty experience that I had with money and being able to reframe it and be able to come out on top and manifest more abundance after this situation. So I'm really happy that I was presented. I'm really grateful that I was presented with this opportunity because now A, I get to share my lessons with you and B, I have I've given myself that chance to program myself for abundance. And it, it, every and now I realize that every time that this happens to me, because it will happen in the future, by no means do I think that this is the last time that this is going to happen to me. No, no, no. No. I now know that the next time that this happens to me, that I can then feel grateful, like, yes, another experience that I get to go another layer deeper and deeper and deeper into my subconscious to program this for myself. So now I want to move on to 
talking about gates. I'm going to get go through three different gates in this episode because um, I obviously, I could not go through all 64 gates and their grounding techniques and whatnot. Um, so I'm going to pick three. Um, I'm going to pick mine because obviously I have my own experience with gate 41 and um, obviously it, it, I have the greatest understanding with gate 41 versus any of the others. But then I'm going to also talk about gate six because that's a very bodily t- body type of grounding and then gate 17 which is a very much so kind of mental sort of grounding. Two very different um, experiences in terms of grounding yourself. So take a look at your human design chart, take a look at the PDF doc, um, and, and take a look at what is your conscious earth in your chart. So as mentioned, mine is gate 41. And as also mentioned, gate 41 is the only one of two gates that I have this defined channel on. So it plays a very major role in my life. Um, despite, you know, in addition to it being my conscious earth. So gate 41 is in the, um, gate 41 is in the root center and it's associated with the adrenal system. Its shadow is fantasy. Its gift is anticipation and its CD is emanation. So what that means is the shadow being is like the fantasy is there's so much attachment to experiences that I want to have and all of my experiences are going to be fueled by wanting to have a new emotional experience is giving myself space to have new feelings or sensations that come up with emotions. I'm an emotional person and I'm constantly seeking emotional experiences either with myself but especially with other people. I want to have new emotional connections with people and so the shadow side of that is being fantasy. So attaching a specific feeling that I think I'm going to have and try to have control over the feelings that I'm going to have. Whereas the gift being detachment, entering into new experience experiences simply for the sake of having an experience and allowing whatever is meant to happen to happen. And emanation, well, I'm not going to go into that because that's like a really complex thing to talk about. So we'll just skip that one for now. But anyways, grounding. So how I how I ground myself using this energy is provoking emotion from within. And remember, this is root center energy. So it's really about mo- physically moving my body, which is why therapeutic tremoring was such a big thing, especially because I'm listening to music specifically designed to evoke those emotions in me. And I'm setting the intention of releasing something. So it's all about provoking emotion within. Therapeutic tremoring has been like such a huge thing for me but there's also this aspect with this gate and this fucking blew my mind when I read this in my human design textbook because it described me to a T and it is all about also um having this potential to emotionally or, or to experience emotions vicariously through others, purposefully doing this. And you do this by either watching movies or reading books. When I read that, I was like, whoa, major breakthrough, because I totally do that. That is exactly why I watch, you know, I'll, I'll sit down to watch a specific movie because I am looking to feel a certain way. And I know that if I go and watch that movie, because I've watched it before, I know that if I go and watch this movie, that I know it will trigger me to feel a certain way and it's going to help me release an emotion. So movies have been like a form of therapy for me. So it was so validating for me to read that in my human design textbook. I'm like, okay, I'm literally designed to do that. I'm going to keep doing that. So I will like put on a movie or read a book when I want to trigger myself to feel a certain way in hopes to release a certain emotional energy outside of me. So that is what Gay 41 is all about, is about provoking emotion within and moving emotional energy, in particular when it is connected to gate 30 in the emotional solar plexus. So another thing that has also been really helpful for me is emotional freedom technique because emotional freedom technique is all about or otherwise known as tapping if you if you've heard of it. Um, tapping is literally all about transitioning or transitioning the movement of energy in your body by tapping various mer- uh, meridian points on your body. So this is also like the basis of um, 
Ah, uh, when you like acupuncture, acupuncture. Um, acupuncture uses meridian points. So it, acupuncture is all about changing the flow of energy in your body. And emotional freedom, freedom technique does that too. So um, often when I'm done my therapeutic tremoring, I'll finish off my therapeutic tremoring with emotional freedom technique. I feel like they pay, pair very nicely together. So if you too, if you're listening to this and you also have Gate 41 as your conscious earth, I highly, 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 highly recommend you trying this out because it is so effective for me in helping me get safe in my body, helping me feel confident through these anxiety-ridden situations. All right, let's look at a different example. Let's look at gate six. Um, So gate six, now when you're also, I'll backtrack here a little bit. When you're going through this PDF doc, you'll notice that some of the grounding techniques are like really specific and are only applicable to that specific gate, which is one of the reasons why I brought up gate, why we're going to look at gate six, because gate six is one of those that's very specific, but some of them are also more generic, like especially when we start looking at some of the head center and Ajna center ones, they're all really focused on like quieting your mind and meditation, stuff like that, because that's like really beneficial for the mind versus when you have your conscious earth in your body, like it's really going to be about body movement and, and whatnot. So anyways, let's take a look at gate six. So gate six is the gate of friction. And it is also found in the emotional solar plexus. And it's looking for a harmonious connection with gate 59 in the sacral center. So the shadows with gate six are conflict and specifically conflict between um, yourself and others. Whereas the gift is diplomacy. And so being able to... um, you know, have a sense of closeness with people and to relate to other people well um, in a diplomatic way. And the CD, so the ultimate, ultimate realization of this is peace, peace between yourself and others. Now, gate six is all about intimacy. But intimacy, it's important not to confuse intimacy with sex because yes, sex is a form of intimacy, but they are not mutually exclusive, right? You don't have to be sexual with someone to be intimate with them. You can be intimate with a a best friend, right? Intimacy is all about closeness in your connection with someone. So if you have gate six in your conscious earth, well, the way that you ground yourself is literally by experiencing intimacy with others. So it is a closeness with others. So this is, and it may, there's probably no words involved. You don't have to have any words involved to experience this, this closeness with someone. You just need to be in somebody else's energy and, and to experience that sense of intimate intimacy with them. That is how you are going to ground yourself through, um, anxiety ridden experiences in any situation. But of course we're talking about money in this episode. So kind of like how I had that intimate moment with my partner, even though it's not in my conscious earth, I love being intimate with my partner, right? And so that was kind of one of the steps I took was like having that intimate moment with my partner where he held space for me and allowed me to share my thoughts. That was us being intimate with each other, having that closeness. And so for gate six specifically, that is going to be your ultimate grounding superpower. So giving yourself that opportunity to have... um, to be intimate with others. And if you have, if your gate six also happens to be a completed channel that takes you to gate 59 in the sacral, well, know that this is like a prevalent theme in your life because all channels play like major role. Any channels that you have defined in your chart are going to be like major roles or major themes that you experience in your life. So know that this is going to be amplified if you not only have gate six but if you have the full channel to 59 but if you do so when you have um gate 59 as well so and gate six is in your conscious earth then this closeness that you desire to experience with other may feel more fulfilled through sexual connection as well because when you have that gate 59 oof I want to say it's the gate of sexuality. I'd have to double check on that. I don't have all of them memorized. <laughs> I don't expect anybody to have all of these memorized. But um, anyways, I, I want to say gate, gate 59 is the gate of sexuality, but don't quote me on that. But 
I know that when you have that full channel, sexuality and sexual connection is something that is going to help you feel grounded. So um, having some sort of a sexual connection with someone is going to make you feel more grounded. So I invite you to explore your sexuality. You're probably a very sexual person or at least you have a desire to reproduce and create offspring when you have gate 59 activated. So when you've got that whole channel, I'm sure sexuality is going to play a big role in your life. So give yourself permission to explore that when you are in those anxiety-ridden situations. But of course, communicating to that to your partner because you obviously don't want to just dump your dump your anxiety onto someone else. You want to be clear and you want to communicate with that partner like, hey, I'm looking to experience closeness. I'm experiencing this anxiety, blah, 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 blah. So communicate that to your partner. All right, so let's look at gate 17. So very different. We're now looking at the Ajna Center. So not so much a body in-body experience, but now we're talking about someone that use, has a very powerful mind. So someone that has... Um, someone that has a, a busy mind, someone that relies on their mind very much so versus their body. Because gate 17 is known as the gate of opinions and it's located in the Ajna Center. Uh, physiologically speaking, it is associated with the pituitary gland, uh, which is responsible for excreting hormones in the brain. Um, and the shadow of gate of opinions, well, is opinion. So being a really opinionated person or in, otherwise, in other words, being closed-minded. And there's a difference between having a well-formed opinion about something and being open-minded to hearing what other people have to say versus having a formed opinion and trying to shove your opinion down other people's throats and not hearing them out. Those are two very different energies, right? There is a high expression with being opinionated and being open-minded, right? So, but in this case, when we're talking about the shadow, we are talking about someone who is very opinionated um, and closed off to hearing other opinions. Whereas the gift with this gate is a farsightedness, or in other words, getting that bird's eye view, and you may still have well-formed opinions on things, and you may be concrete in your opinions and beliefs, but they are formed because you have this bird's eye view, because you've opened yourself up to seeing the perspectives and you were able to come to a conclusion about something that brought you a sense of certainty. Okay, so that's the gift. Whereas the CD or the ultimate enlightenment of this energy is om omniscience. Omniscience? Not quite sure how to say that word, but <laughs> anyways, omniscience, in other words, infinite knowledge, right? So being open to infinite knowledge, right? So the way that you're going to ground yourself with gate 17, if this is in your conscious earth, is that you're going to want to give yourself space to gain perspective. This might mean putting yourself in different environments. This might mean having conversations with different people to hear about their different perspectives about things. So giving yourself that space to gain perspective in addition to meditation, quieting your mind, connecting with nature. So in other words, getting into the quiet. So after you've gained these perspectives from other people, giving yourself then space to reflect and release all of the thoughts that are clouding your mind and, 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 and giving yourself that space to ultimately come to a place of clarity about, okay, what is my thought? What is my truth? What is true for me after I've gained all of these perspectives about things? In addition, emotional freedom technique is also probably going to be beneficial for you as well. Now, if you have um, a channel linking gate 17 to gate 61 in the throat center, then you may, in addition to the things I just said, you may also find it grounding to be able to verbalize your thoughts, to, to be able to put words to things, to voice things. And again, this is a projected channel if you have that. So you're going to want to make sure that you are um, asking people if they have space to hear your thoughts, right? Ask them if they're open to hearing your perspective. Um, but I'm sure if you've got a close person in your life and, you know, you have that conversation explaining to them like, hey, I do this to ground myself. Do you have space to hear me while I just use you as a soundboard or as a mirror for me to hear my own thoughts? then, you know, you have that relationship with that person, right? So be verbal about that and give yourself that space to verbalize your thoughts. That may also 
help you feel grounded. So I want to bring this episode to a conclusion. Now that we've gone through a couple of examples, I want you to I want you to take a look at your chart. Take a look at what is your conscious earth, which gate is that, and take a look in this PDF doc and take a look at my recommendations that I have for you to to work through these anxiety-ridden experiences, whether they are with money or not. So, because this can, you know, we experience anxiety with so many things, but I wanted to focus on money with this episode because that felt really good to me. And I want to open up about my money situation more so we can say fuck you to money taboos, right? And as a reminder, each time that you are triggered to feel scarcity, this is an opportunity that you are being presented with to rewire your subconscious to feel abundance. Because if you're like me, you've already done all the conscious work. You already know like, yeah, I need to think positive thoughts. Yep. Okay. I need to say money affirmations. You know, I need to do this and this and this, blah, blah, blah. But at some point, your conscious effort isn't going to make the cut anymore because it only controls 5% of your reality. You have to start doing it on a subconscious level. And I'm going to recommend Eden Carpenter's new podcast called the energetics of everything fucking mind-blowing i listened to this episode um her episode number two um she calls it uh the integration block if i'm not mistaken i'll link it in the show notes so you can listen to it fucking blew my mind and she totally made me realize like so i listened to her episode after i had that triggering experience with money and what she said just totally affirmed everything that I felt and everything that I'm explaining to you in this episode right now. So I highly recommend you go and listen to that episode. It blew my mind and oh, you just got to go listen. (laughs) So anyways, so instead of berating yourself for taking step backwards, like I was, right? Start reframing these experiences, these triggering experiences as something you get to do. You get to reprogram your conscious. Yes. Okay. My unconscious is giving me something to that I can now change. I can now make this change in myself. I can program myself differently so that I can become a stronger magnet for money. I wanna feel safe having money. I also wanna feel safe without money. So right, like in those instances when there is scarcity, I don't wanna feel scarce. I wanna feel abundant all the time, right? So I get that I get to program myself to behave that way. And when you start doing this, this is how you start how you start evolving yourself on a cellular level. And this work not only benefits you, it benefits ancestors in your lineage and it benefits those future offspring that you may have that pop up for you in your lineage going forward. So this work does not only benefit you, it benefits everybody. So choose a modality, you know, even I I invite you to use your intuition. So let's say Let's say you take a look at this PDF doc and you just don't resonate with it. Okay, that's cool if you don't resonate with it. But follow your intuition. Choose a grounding modality that is really going to work for you. So maybe this is going to be breath work. Maybe this is going to be emotional freedom technique. Maybe this is going to be hypnosis. Maybe it's going to be going for a walk, connecting with nature. Maybe it's going to be yoga. Maybe it's going to be rage dancing like me, whatever it might be. Follow your intuition and choose a modality that truly grounds you and helps you feel safe in your body so that you can come out of these anxiety-ridden situations of money with confidence. Your feelings around money don't change when you have more money. That is an external circumstance. You need to start programming yourself on an internal level to have a different experience. And that's when we start looking at the subconscious. All right? Okay. So that's it for this episode. If you haven't already, please go and download this PDF doc. Um, And I'd love to hear your feedback on this. So if you had some sort of a breakthrough, like if I covered, if you have one of the three gates that I talked about um, in this podcast episode, please share your feedback with me. I would absolutely love to hear about it. You can do so by screenshotting this episode, tagging me on your Instagram stories, sharing your feedback, sharing this with other people because we all need this. Fuck do we all need this, right? 
it's only the 5% of the population that have figured this out, right? It's the wealthy in the world that have figured this shit out. And it's about time that the other 95% of us started figuring this shit out too. So share this with others. And yeah, if you had that breakthrough, share it with me on your stories or feel free to send me a DM or email me, amber at confidentlyyou.ca, whatever the fuck you want to. I want to hear from you. So thank you so, so much for listening to this episode. And I will connect with you on the next one. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff. If this episode blew your mind, please show me some love by downloading and subscribing. A small, simple action that helps me share my mission with more people. Did you have any major breakthroughs? I want to hear about them by screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Mwah.